0: game. Hi, I'm Kelsa Dickey, the CEO of the Financial Coach Academy and my financial coaching business, Fiscal Fitness Phoenix. My coaching journey began more than a decade ago with me helping people for free from my dining room table. What was once a little business of mine has grown into a seven-figure company that employs a team of people. My goal is simple, to help you fall more and more in love with financial coaching. I believe financial coaching is the most rewarding way to make a living. If you are an aspiring financial coach or have been coaching for years, I'm here to help you create a business you love that gets your clients massive results. Let's get to it. Hey, Coach. Kicking off episode 38 of the Financial Coach Academy podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about coaching clients and celebrating their financial wins. But first, a review from La Swim. Kelsa is the real deal. Kelsa is such a generous soul to share her wealth of knowledge and experience with us through the Financial Coach Academy podcast. There's so much good content packed into each episode. She really coaches the coaches on how to help people. Thank you, Kelsa. Thank you, La Swim. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. I hope that's correct. All right, we're gonna talk about celebrating financial wins and helping clients to add fun and excitement to this journey of financial growth and success. So listen, Coach, I am going to start this concept with a bit of some real talk with you. As I am sure you know, it's important to practice what we preach. It's important to lead by example and to embody the coaching principles that we share day in and day out with our clients and in our marketing. That is always true, and it is especially true for today's concept. You know the clients who we have found struggle the most with this concept of celebrating their financial wins? Our clients, who just so happen to be other financial experts... Yes, financial coaches will hire us to be their financial coach too. Financial advisors hire us to help them be better managers of their day-to-day finances. Bookkeepers and accountants hire us to coach them on their money and cash flow as well. And not only did it dawn on me one day that there is this pattern with these clients of not celebrating their financial wins, but I was just as big of a culprit myself. I was not celebrating my wins. I was moving right on to the next goal as soon as I achieved one goal. So as you navigate this concept today for the benefit of your amazing clients, I hope you will consider how this can apply to your financial journey as well. I'm going to break this down into three phases or components, the education phase, the application phase, and then the commitment phase. And for more details on this coaching framework that I'm about to use, please go back and listen to episode 17 of this podcast. So today, we're going to have some fun. That's usually what I say to clients. Specifically, we're going to talk about having fun and celebrating your success along the way. I'm curious, when you reach a goal now, any goal, a health or fitness goal, maybe a new PR, or possibly completing a home project, let's say, how do you celebrate? I like to hear if celebrating is a regular part of their life already. If it is, I want to know things like, How did you start that practice? What does that do for you? Why is it important for you to celebrate an accomplishment? What have you found that it does for you? In what ways do you usually celebrate? Are there things that you've tried in the past that you discovered didn't work for you when it comes to feeling really good about an accomplishment? And if they say that they don't celebrate, I also like to ask some more questions. How come? Is there a reason or is it simply not something that you've given much thought to? What do you think of the idea? Are you open to it? Do you think celebrating your goals and wins could boost your contentment or joy when it comes to this area of your life? Then I'll usually share how this is an area that I've really grown in myself because that is true. I didn't used to celebrate my successes very well. I would just move on to the next goal and get super hyper-focused on that, and I never really stopped to smell the flowers, so to speak. I wasn't great at sitting with success. And then I read a book called The Big Leap, and I absolutely believe this is a must-read. I tell clients that, and Coach, I would love to tell you that as well. The Big Leap is a great book. Uh, We use it in a lot of our coaching, so you'll hear me reference it in a variety of ways. But there is one specific quote in this book that has always stuck with me. Here it is. By extending your ability to feel positive feelings, you expand your tolerance for things going well in your life. And I think it is so powerful, I'm going to say it again. By expending, but let me get it right though. By extending your ability to feel positive feelings, you expand your tolerance for things going well in your life. In order to create success, We must allow ourselves to feel success. And in order to feel success, we must first learn how to create space within ourselves to feel and appreciate good feelings, feelings of achievement, success, growth, happiness, pride, self-love, all of those. In order to experience greater and greater levels of success, we must expand our capacity to receive that success. I'm going to say that part again. In order to experience greater and greater levels of success, we must expand our capacity to receive that success. Then I share three more reasons why celebrating success success is important. I think about how life is a journey. There are ups and downs. I don't want to end my life or I don't want to get to my life and end it with this thought, I accomplished a lot right? I want my life to end. And with me being able to say, I accomplished a lot and I had fun doing it, right? while I want you to achieve great success in life. I hope you have fun along the way. That's really the sweet spot. It can be easy to experience burnout or experience the desire to not keep putting in so much attention and so much effort into something. And celebrating your accomplishments is really about finding the balance between financial progress and financial pleasure, Then I share how one of the things I discovered about myself is just how much courage it took to celebrate my successes. And I tell a story here that is also in the Financial Coaching Toolkit, um, where it really demonstrates the bravery of leaning into these good feelings, okay? And then I share the final reason that I think this conversation is important to have, and it's because of a pattern I saw unfolding with some of my clients really early on as a coach. If we're on a a journey of continuous growth and learning, which I believe to be true, there is no defined moment when suddenly you feel successful. It's not necessarily some magic number in savings when we call ourselves a success. It's not some magic milestone when suddenly we went from not being a success to being a success. We determine that. Success is a feeling and we can feel successful for any number of reasons because we're doing our best, because we're staying focused, because we did something hard but important, because we honored our commitments to ourselves. There's this pattern I witnessed where clients almost wanted permission from some external source to say, okay, now you're a success. Good job. You can feel successful now. And one of the things I tell my clients during this part of the coaching concept is I am here to point out your accomplishments that you may not necessarily see yourself. I'm here to help you see your growth and all of those awesome things. But I also want to help you expand your ability to witness and acknowledge your own success. I want you to know that we are here to celebrate your wins with you, that we're the people you can share those successes with. And we want to empower you to be your own biggest cheerleader. Celebrating success is a practice that has added tremendous value to my life and my journey with money, business, family, my training, you name it, has been so essential. So the main reasons, and I'll usually recap this with the client, that we want to celebrate are to expand our capacity for success. We must allow ourselves to feel success That there is no miraculous moment when success is achieved. It's something we determine and then cultivate for ourselves continuously. It prevents burnout and keeps the journey fun. If we're having fun, we are more likely to stick with the habits and the focus that we have for the long haul. And accomplishing a lot is great, but accomplishing a lot and having fun in the process is the sweet spot that we're after. Then I asked them why it's important for them to celebrate their wins. I'll usually ask, what do you think so far? Why is it important to you that you celebrate this journey? Some clients will say they love it. Others will say they never really considered this before, but it makes sense. And yet others will say, yeah, that sounds good, (laughs) right? So a little nonchalant, and that's totally fine. Then I ask, up until this point, what has your life taught you about celebrating your successes? Or what has your life taught you about feeling success? Do you think this is an area that will be easy for you? Or do you think it might require some growth to really experience? And then I like to ask, tell me about a time when you really felt successful. Typically, that is an awesome conversation to have, right? And then I ask, should we explore some fun ways that you could celebrate And again, I'm always trying to get their buy-in, right? So should we move forward? Should we do this next thing together? Should we explore this next thing? This is when we shift from the education phase to the application phase. Before I share some random but fun ways of celebrating, I'm curious if the client has any ideas to kick things off. So I typically ask them that. What would feel really good to you? And you can mention the current goal that they have. So I want you to imagine you just achieved blank, whatever their current goal is, right? Maybe you're about to pay off a credit card or you're reaching a new milestone in your savings account. Perhaps you didn't buy something, although you were tempted and you honored your plan instead. Maybe you learned something new, like you had a conversation with your financial advisor or your accountant, And when they said something that you didn't quite understand, instead of just nodding your head, you asked them to explain it to you in a different way so that you could better understand it. Maybe you reached out to us and asked for help when you know you needed to navigate a decision and you didn't want to go at it alone. What is something that you do that feels fun for you now or feels like a reward or treat for yourself? What's something you do that feels fun for you now or feels like a reward or treat for yourself? some clients will have some ideas and we always explore those first. I like to ask about the details. So how's that feel? Why does that feel like a reward? What emotion does that activity create for you? Why do you think that works so well for you? Right. And I love when this part of the conversation happens because you'll sometimes hear things like my grandma always used to bake bread. So whenever I do it, I think of her. And that is just an example. But sometimes you hear some really great stories that I always think at this part of the conversation really deepens the connection with the client. And I just love that. And if they don't have any, that's okay too. That is what our list is for to spark some inspiration. So let's dive into this list. Of course, this is not exhaustive. There are endless possibilities for celebrating our successes. And if one of these sparks another idea, shout it out right away. We want to explore it. This is exactly what I tell a client. We have a handout. And again, this handout is in the financial coaching toolkit. So we give that to you that you can use it as well. And we go over... I'm literally giving this to the client and we're looking at it together. Okay. So again, in the toolkit, we've got a whole list of ideas. We talk about them with the client. We share stories or examples of what that idea could look like. And as we're talking, what I'm also doing, coach, is I'm paying attention to any ideas that as soon as they're brought up, they seem to light the client up, right? So I'm looking for one that seems to spark something in the client. And typically you can see this in their nonverbal cues. Here are a few of the ideas that we list. Uh, I We don't have time in this episode to go over all of them, um, but I picked out what I think are my favorite ones. So share the news with friends, family and loved ones. Do you have someone who would be truly happy for you that would celebrate with you? Personally, I have two girlfriends who have been my best friends since college. I tell them everything. And when something good happens in my life, I love sharing it with them because I know that they will not judge my happiness. They won't say something that dampens my capacity for feeling happy. And that is so important. It may also be something as simple as hugging your spouse and giving each other a high five, like really enjoying the moment together, right? Maybe you have a special coffee date where you go together and you sit and talk about the journey that created the feeling of success you're experiencing. Maybe there's a special bottle of whiskey you sip and enjoy while talking about your wins. Oh, that's just Michael and I, I guess, huh? Um... Another option is that you could create a victory dance or have a celebratory playlist that you only listen to to trigger and enjoy these feelings of success. This is really about allowing yourself to just be playful and silly and losing yourself in your body. And again, this is just an example of something that works better for some people than others. Maybe another way that you could celebrate is to do something nice for someone else. And listen, for some folks, this is actually more of a celebration than anything they could do for themselves. Maybe you buy an aging parent something nice or you take them out. Another way of celebrating is to buy yourself a bouquet of flowers or a new plant. And every time you water it and you see it grow, you're reminded of your success. So I really like that one. Another option is to paint your front door. That's a fun one. There is a Scottish tradition, Coach, of painting your front door red when your house is paid off. Uh, And now you don't have to choose red, I tell clients, but maybe this is a way that you celebrate. Every time you come home, you pull in your driveway, you pull up to your house, you see your front door, this cool color maybe, and you are reminded of your success. And remember, these reminders of our achievements all help to expand our capacity for feeling good feelings. That's why they're so powerful. One of my favorites, and something that I would like to encourage no matter what, um, is for a client or you, coach, to write a letter to someone who was influential on your journey. Maybe it's a friend who listened on the hard days or celebrated the good days with you. Maybe it's a mentor or someone you looked up to, even if they didn't know it. This can feel so rewarding for. For so many reasons. This is one of those habits and practices that our clients have adopted over the years. And it like when they come in and tell us what they did, we don't usually read the letter or anything like that. Or sometimes it's an email. But you can just see the gratitude and appreciation and just all the goodness sort of like, just coming off of them when they tell the story of what they did. And it just feels really great. Another way of celebrating a win is to share your journey. The strategies, what you've learned along the way with someone you know who is possibly experiencing a similar struggle, but maybe they haven't reached your same level of success just yet. There's something about showing others it's possible that can really reinforce our feelings of accomplishment and it helps someone else at the exact same time. Not only that, but chances are this person will ask you questions and those questions can help us to reflect on our journey at the exact same time. Another fun way of celebrating for some people is to get really dressed up. Maybe you do your makeup all fancy, you put your hair in an updo, you put on a fun dress, maybe some heels. Now, as someone who spends her days in workout clothes most of the time and is totally fine with that, that one does not resonate with me personally, but some clients really love this one. And Jill Emanuel, Coach Jill, actually loves getting all dressed up and going out dancing. So I know it works for some people. So then I'll typically ask after we go through the entire list and we're having conversations and sometimes we sort of brainstorm and go off course a little bit and we come back, then I'll typically ask, what do you think of these? Are there any that really stand out to you as ones that you think would be fun but also feel really great? Any that you know right away just aren't your jam because that's just as important awareness to have, right? So we talk about a variety of ways of celebrating. You, We usually will have a few of them that the client can get really excited about. We talk about what that looks like for them specifically, and I love hearing why that would feel like a celebration to them at this point. Once we've done this, we then move on to the commitment phase. Now that we've explored why it's important to you, the client, to celebrate your wins. And we've discussed some ideas for how you could celebrate your successes. Let's talk about how you want to commit to these ideas. First, what are some things that you're doing now that you think are important to celebrate? Is there anything specific, whether that's a new habit you've been working on or a particular milestone you've set your sights on and it's coming up soon? Some clients will have very specific ideas. And keep in mind, something they are currently doing could be a reason to celebrate. Oftentimes in this part of the conversation, what you might see is that a client is planning on something into the future. And it's this idea of like, I I will feel successful when, right? And we want to try and think of something that they can also celebrate right now because they are in the midst of achieving something right now, right? So we want to make a list of these things. And ideally, we're looking for a few different things that the client feels are worth celebrating. So maybe like three to five things. And again, some clients may struggle to come up with any ideas at all. It's almost as if um, they don't feel worthy of celebrating, maybe. So I'll usually say something like, remember, expanding our capacity to celebrate can take time and practice. There's nothing too small or too insignificant. You have so many things worth celebrating, I'm sure of it. What's something you're working toward right now? Or what's a new habit you're working on incorporating to your life today, right? Or yesterday or tomorrow? What's a milestone that you're currently shooting for? In other words, what I'm trying to do here is simply ask really specific questions so that they can hopefully identify something because it's just not coming to them naturally, right? Typically, I know what the client is working on, you probably will too, coach. So I'll know their specific goal or the habits that they're working on, you know, doing consistently and that sort of thing. So if they can't come up with anything, I'll oftentimes mention these and they will oftentimes work just fine. So just know that it can be challenging for some people to not think of something, but it's exactly why we're having this conversation. Okay. So then I'll say, so the three things you're excited to celebrate are, and I will list them out, or five things, or four things, whatever it ends up being. And how would you like to celebrate each of these? And it can be the same way for all of them, or it could be something different for each one. And we write all of that out in their action plan. So we put it on their budget usually. So in the month that, we want to celebrate, or we're going to accomplish a particular goal, if it is tied to that, we will put a note right there on their budget. So it's front and center, right in front of us. And there's no way to forget it. Okay, then we summarize what they came up with, or I ask them to summarize, like I've said in previous episodes, it can be really helpful to ask the client to summarize. And then I like to wrap up the concept I always like to bring closure to concepts or wrap them up and put sort of a pretty bow on them by asking them to share with me how they're feeling or what they're thinking. So tell me what you think. Was this helpful? Was this eye-opening for you? Did you gain any new awareness or clarity? Are there any particular observations that you'd like to share with me? How are you feeling about celebrating your financial wins right now? Okay. And that Coach is the entire journey of helping clients and hopefully ourselves to experience a really positive and fun coaching journey. Coaching is all about figuring out what you think of something and how that is impacting how you feel and the actions you take. And honor to, honor to, oh, in order to honor sorry, the coaching philosophy, tongue twister there, I like to end every episode with a question for you to ponder and share your thoughts with me. I'd love to hear from you. So if you're on YouTube, please leave a comment with your answer to this question right on the episode. Uh, Or if you're listening on a podcast and you want to join the conversation in our free community for financial coaches, hop on over to Facebook and search for Financial Coaches Unite. Ask to join. And on the day of the episode, the day the episode airs, I post the episode and then we get the conversation going in the comments. So here is your question for this episode. Coaching is part art and science. What parts of this resonated for you? Which parts do you think you'll keep and use with clients? And which parts might you phrase differently? Do you see yourself incorporating some or all of this concept into your own process of setting and rewarding yourself and celebrating your success? And also your process with clients? I would love to hear from you. Uh, In the next episode, I'm really excited, you guys. I'm going to share our flagship method, the plan ahead budgeting method with you. It is how we help our clients to see their money clearly so that they can make great decisions consistently with their money. I believe financial coaching is the best and most rewarding way to make a living. I truly love what I do. If you're ready to learn and see how to become a profitable, successful financial coach, check us out at financialcoachacademy.com to learn more about our online courses, our free trainings, and our events. As always, I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions for the podcast, submit them at financialcoachacademy.com forward slash podcast. And if you love this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a rating or review. It would mean the world to me. See you next week, coach.